Hey, welcome to the Runaways podcast. My name is Cody. Today I am joined by Fino and Dan. We are going to be talking about the RTN results, the huge rise of Kano, uh, answer some of the questions that have been sent in as well. Uh, but Dan, Fino, I know we all had our first RTN uh, weekend here. Unfortunately, I think for most of us or all of us, all the stores just said we are not hosting anything on Sunday. So we all only had like one RTN. I would have driven like, like all at least three and a half hours. Same. Like the whole East Coast at least was just like and a half, maybe four, maybe five. Was like no Sunday event for anybody. So yeah. uh Dan, uh you had a CC event, right? Mm-hmm. How did your RTN uh go for you? Uh went pretty well. So funny story before the RTN, as I talked about last week on last week's episode, I was going crazy <laughs> trying to figure out what deck to play because I felt like there was no right answer. Uh, I continued that for the entire week. And then I think the day before or two days before, I was like, I'm just going to play Kasai. I want to like, worst case scenario, I'll learn how to play this deck that I have like four games on. Um, so I brought that. Uh, my first game was kind of funny. My shout out to my opponent. I forget his name. Um, but we were both very clearly playing Kasai for the first time in paper. Like both of us. So I look oh, at the no. clock and there's like, we're halfway through the game clock. I'm like, hey, we're like halfway through the clock. and like not even close to halfway through this game. Like we're both above 30. So we like sprinted to get through and we, we just barely did. He, he conceded when we went to time, but we, we basically finished the game. He was out of cards. Um, no, so I went 5-0 in Swiss, uh, played five different heroes, got lucky against a Kano. That was kind of cool. Um, felt great. I, I, th- I think the deck's like really nice and it just feels nice to play. Like it's pretty simple play pattern, but you get to do some flashy plays. Um, so I enjoy that a lot. Uh, and then in top eight, I... <laughs> Didn't play so well against uh, Tommy Fresh, but shout out to Tommy. Congrats on your your nuts invite. Uh, I lost to a Riptide. So like I actually had like no experience playing this deck. And like I just read that like you can't play the game normally and beat them. So you're supposed to like swing your saber. And that's it. Just swing saber every turn and block. Um I was also a little bit like sick and other things, but I like I played like an absolute donkey. I just literally just swung saber until I was out of cards. And then I died to endless arrow because <clears throat> That's how you always beat Fatigue as Ranger, which I know I played Ranger. Um, so I got a top eight. Learned how to play Kasai. <laughs> learned how to never lose to Riptide again. Not bad. I got a text from one of my buddies about that, too, being like, Oh my god, a Riptide beat Dan! Because he's like, a, one of my locals is a giant Riptide stan. <laughs> so he's yeah, super fun. excited about that. And, uh, yeah, the people around him were pretty clown. happy. What a clown. <laughs> Yeah, I should have just played the game normally and like <laughs> at least learned what that looks like. You were very generous. You were a very generous guy to say, hey, you know what? I'll get my invite some other time. You're playing Riptide. I'll give it to you this time. You need it more. Yep. You need it more. It's just frustrating from the ELO perspective. I do this so often. Man. I'll like XO Swiss and then lose my top A round and go like minus two points in ELO. Well, be worse. Lose more games. Speaking of clowns, I started off my RTN 02. <laughs> uh, not not a good start. Not a good start. Were you a draft or CC? Draft. Draft. Just, okay. Uh, not to go too too long winded on it because I told the whole story on stream the other day, but uh, wasn't sure what hero to draft. My packs were kind of weak. I ended up picking brute because I got past some good brute cards. Then uh, three other people ended up. Uh, one person was forcing Brute from the beginning, and then two people moved in on Brute uh, late. 
So then we ended up with four brutes in the pod. And then uh, one of the warriors was hate drafting brute cards. So it was just, my deck was not the best by the end. And I got a little unlucky on some of my draws. I was like in a spot to win my first two games and then just kind of had like an awkward draw in the middle of the game that like cost me all my momentum. And then the game just flipped instantly on that turn. Uh, unfortunate. But then uh, I won out from there, but can't start 0-2 in top. Like you just can't do that. Unlucky. Yeah, pretty skill difficult. issue. I I also had a draft. Um, my draft got invaded by a bunch of people, <laughs> which was fine. It's not a big deal. Um, but like Yuanji, uh, David Lee came down. Dalton came down. Uh, to do the draft. Uh, it would it went super well. I mean, I I drew sat down for draft one. I drafted Warrior. I only lost to Yuanji, who I got a little bit unlucky. It was a very very good game though. It was like round one. And then win the next two, draft a second time. I draft Warrior. I go 3 0. And then we go to top eight. I draft Warrior again. And then I sit down from Dalton, who, you know, is another teammate. It was pretty funny. Our top eight at our RTN had three of the people that were in top eight for Hartford, which was a pretty funny joke because uh, it had David Lee, Yuanji, and myself. I then have to play Dalton. Dalton just runs me over with KO. Uh, I, I draft like a great warrior deck and he's just like, you know what? I swing three times this round. And I was like, Ooh, that was, that was a lot. Uh, maybe I should just play really defensive and hold on for the rest of the game. He, you know, chaos normally can't do that. They like have a couple of big rounds and then they like Peter out and then you get your value back. And he was just like, no, I don't do that. Here's another three damage round. And I was like, Oh no, I can't, I can't handle this at all. I just died. I just like, he just straight up killed me. Like basically two good attacks. Um, and I was like, yeah, it's fine. We got three people qualified from the team because uh, Yongji was also there as well uh, in top eight. So that was that's fine. I'll get my invite at another RTN. But uh, the the rule still stands. The only people who beat runaways in draft are other runaways and Mark. So and Riptide. <laughs> apparently Riptide, but that's not draft. People beat me in oh, CC sure, all the sure. time. But, no, that makes more sense. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it was fun. Hey Dan, I think I think Cody might have a, a bit of a preference in draft as far as what he plays. <laughs> Just like a little bit of a preference. What do you think? Does sound that way? I don't think so. <laughs> I think uh, I'll draft whatever is open. It just happens to always be warrior. Well, that's how it goes, right? Like once you have that like persona, like it's going to be open because people don't want to be in your way, and yeah. then you're just stuck. And it's great. Someone Crazy cut me. Prism's always open in Monarch. It was funny because someone cut me in one of the packs and. I said, no, I still warrior and it was fine. <laughs> uh, almost every single dra time the draft ended, the person who was passing me was like, well, I tried to go warrior, but it just didn't work out. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I, my deck's good. Like, and I, I don't think it matters. Just uh, depends on your strat. But I like warrior. I like drafting warrior. I, I should probably learn how to draft other things in warrior. <laughs> that might be a good thing to know, you know, like how to draft the other decks. When to draft them, not just draft the same thing every time. I was actually, I was hoping to just force my way through the whole draft as warrior, get my top four, and then like, okay, I'll learn the format after that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but we did have a pretty eventful, I think, week. We got like, I think like half the team is qualified already from the first week. Uh, unfortunately, most of us didn't have a second event to go to, so we just kind of twiddled our thumbs, and that was about it. Please, stores, if you could please, you know, put. Put a fence out. Like it could have been any store. That thing would have sold out in a minute. Like everyone I, I in the whole area. Oh, yeah. I, I like 
one of my stores in the area that like we we go to regularly did it like at the same time as our other local store that like these stores like it, it's the same community and we're like bro don't hold an event at the same time as the store that we both go to so they're like oh i had no idea and they moved it to sunday yeah hmm. i have heard some of them are done intentionally that way yeah i mean some places to keep when... people from us from playing all of them you know spread it out there are some places also i know of some stores who do it on purpose to because they're the more popular of the two and they would like the other one not to get yep. business yeah um <laughs> i've been told that a couple of times when i asked uh certain stores uh, i always think that's pretty funny but i'm still curious what was going on at that one store that they had it on like a wednesday last year they that like, was that's just their locals night i, I believe yeah they do it quite often on Wednesdays still, yeah. uh, which is weird. I, <laughs> I think sometimes they've advertised that like if it goes long, they'll do it. They'll like finish it on another day. And you're like, what is happening? Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, All that's right. <laughs> that store is like 45 minutes away from me. So but I don't I don't know. I don't go to it because it's a Wednesday night. Like by the time you get there in traffic, because it's like starts at like six or whatever, you're just like. Dude, this is now a, an hour and a half drive instead of a 45 minute drive. Yeah, I'd have to leave at like 3.30 to get there, I think. Yeah. Yep. Okay, uh, we're going to start off. Uh, we're actually going to answer some of the questions from the Discord. Um, these are questions from our premium members. If you would like to ask questions on the podcast, uh, feel free to join our Discord in the link below. Uh, the first question comes from Millen. And it says, is this meta really Kano versus a deck that can deal enough damage before he starts his combo? He says that his RTN looked like that and a Kano won his RTN. So this is a hot button topic. It's been all over uh, Twitter. I, sometimes I get on Twitter, like I just see like the first post. I was like, I'll make a comment here. And then like, I'm always surprised by like, what happens sometimes after I just make an innocuous <laughs> comment? Like, it's just like, in my mind, I'm just like a throwaway comment here. And then all of a sudden there's just like, why do you, why is this? Why is this the case? What's going on here? And I was like, this is not as big of a deal as I thought. Like, this, this is way bigger of a deal. Uh, oh yeah, that blew opinion. up today on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might, might have had a little bit to do with that. Yeah, it might have something to do with Kano. I mean, I just said, I said what I thought, you know, was kind of obvious, like an obvious statement. It was like, you don't want to live in a world where Kano is the best deck in the game. Like the, the, the comment was just about it being healthy, uh, like the meta being healthy. And I was like, Kano winning the most games, like the most tournaments, not healthy. Like you don't want to live in that world um, where Kano is the best deck. But uh, this question is, is this the meta? Is the meta just Kano versus decks that can race Kano? What do you think, Dan? Well, th theoretically, oh. it should be like a self-correcting thing, right? Like Kano becomes really good and then people adjust to it. But is that what's happening? But can you really I, adjust to it, though? Sorry, Dan. I was excited to answer the question directly. I think currently it was more a matter of like a lot of the popular decks in the meta just lose to Kano. Like yeah. they just lose. Like you just lose the game if they know how to play their deck. Like Kasai. And I think that's why it did so well. Yeah. But yes. Now, certainly some number of people adjust, either play more Kano, play less Kano, play more decks that beat Kano. We got to see. Funny enough, uh, from everyone who plays Kano, and I've played, you know, games of Kano, the so Kano versus any other deck, non-interactive, right? Kano versus Kano, super interactive. Like, so it's like, it's like one of those matchups, like where for everyone else who's playing against Kano, this is the worst game they've ever played. For the two Kanos who are playing each other, this is one of the best games that they've ever played. 
that that's basically how all the Kato's describe it. So it's like the one matchup where if you're like, I got to play mirrors. Ooh, but mirrors are fun. Like it was kind of like how I felt about Icelander mirrors. I was like, Ooh, but Icelander mirrors are actually fun. But so I guess back to the question of is, is this what the meta is? Yeah. It might be turning into that where I think, I think we need another week to find that out. Like, I don't think that we can make that call yet. Like this, this week, it looks like that. But to what I said a minute ago, it should be something that like Kano is a deck that people should be adjusting to if it gets good. And it's like, um, I've heard this comparison before, like dredge and magic, like dredge gets good. People bring in the hate cards for dredge. Now Dredge falls in popularity because of the hate cards. People start cutting their hate cards, so Dredge comes back up in popularity. It should be something like that. But then that begs the question, is that the case actually with Kano right now? Like, I think that's a... A lot of people just kind of have that comment of just like, just add Oasis to your deck. But it's not that simple. It's not just add AB3 and Oasis to your deck. You can still just lose to Kano with those decks because it needs to be backed up by pressure. And I was going to have a whole rant about this on stream today, but uh, instead on the podcast. Uh, so I guess touch on it a little bit here. I'll make a video on it later. But like you need to have that pressure back up. And with the downpowering of Fab, it a lot of decks just can't do that. Like you just you don't have the damage output to force the Kano into a corner and make them go off into your oasis. Mm-hmm. They just go, no, I'll block. No, I'll play a potion. You, none of this matters. I'm just going to keep setting up over here and I'll decide when I want to go off because nothing you're doing matters. And a lot of decks are like that right now. Yeah. I mean, there's only a handful of decks that aren't like that right now, uh, which I think is like a bigger issue uh, for, for a lot of the decks, even then like the mid range decks, you know, like warrior for instance, is like just terrible into KO or Kano and might even just be not even matter if you put in null rune and Oasis, like, and you have taken on the chins like none of that actually really matters because you're not doing anything to them they get to like block with a card and then like fish off the top of their deck or something and then like oh i didn't get anything i block go go to your round or i block with two cards here's a six which what are you going to do as 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 kasai you can't you can't pitch a blue even if you have null room because like most of the time you need the blue to play your turn and so then you go to your round and you're like even if you had the two blues so you pitch the blue and then you go to your round and you go, oh, I do my thing. I play the blue. I swing with the weapon. I have go again. I swing my eight damage. I have a three pump. Ooh, I got 11 damage in. And they're just like, no blocks. Let me fish off the top. Oh, I got something here. I'll throw this at you. Go to my round. Here's another six. Like, it's just like they have infinite time to do whatever they want. It doesn't matter if you have Oasis or not. Um, and a lot of the decks like function that way where they can play really, uh, Kano can play really efficiently. And the comment about like, you don't want this to be the best deck in the game because it's a non-interactive game. Like, it's not fun for new players. It's not fun for pro players. It's not fun for anyone who has to sit down. Uh, the great, the greatest example is my... Uh, uh, it's not fun for coverage either. It's not fun. For, well, it's not that fun for coverage either. Especially if it's like four, five minutes. Like, you what was that? like 45 minutes of death. Yeah. Time, like- <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, now, now you're going to lose all this viewership because people are just going to walk away unless they have a good backup game. And yeah. that's a, do they have a backup game? Not, not every event they get backup games. True. I think Pro Tour usually they do, but agreed. Yeah. My local, one of the guys brought a uh, Kano like two weeks ago and like almost nobody played him. Like they were just like sat down. He like f- showed him Kano and he went, they went, I scoop. Hey, someone else want to play? Like that's a problem. Like if, if the people don't even want to play into the deck, 
then like, come on, there's definitely a problem here. It also feels bad that like the fix for fixing like the Kano matchup is to just play a different deck. Like that you, is you can't fix it. You just have to play a different deck. Like that's I don't know. Feels bad, man. I'm just saying. Uh, it's, I know you, Kano is a, a completely fine deck when it's a fringe deck. When it's the deck that can show up, get a little lucky and spike, or it picks like the right opportunity to come into the meta. But when it's just like arguably one of the top decks, n- no one wants to live in that world. It's a good dark horse. It's a good dark horse deck. You'd know. <laughs> about about horses, but not not about Kano. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yes, I think currently we will see. I have a, I have my own suspicion that. We will not see as many Kano wins next week because I think a lot of the people brought Kano to their first one to get their win. And then they'll probably go play something else at their next ones. Um, but if they had brought Kano again, they probably would just win again. Um, I would really love to see the numbers of play. I want to see how many people brought Kano each week. That's what I really want to see. I don't know if we're going to get I that guess. type of information. I, I don't know if we want to spend the time on it because like got other things that you want to talk about and other yeah. questions. But like, I think the next logical question would be if this continues to in this direction like let's say kano keeps this level of win rate level of play like it's just one of the best decks in the game is is that a problem and should something happen to it and we don't have to talk about it now but like i think that's something to think about Uh, i've been i've been always worried about kano being this good and wanted something to happen preemptively before that happened so now it's not well now you're killing a deck it's like it was always gonna be a problem eventually yep i think it's almost too late like i'd be more concerned about the r season like if if we roll up with 50 percent of the pro tour playing kano like that's fine i guess we'll just slam wizard mirrors and see who's the best like i'm okay with that but i think for r season is where it really hurts and we're already a weekend yeah i guess negative we... play experience i agree i don't know anyone who wants to play against kano most of the time it's the opposite the, no matter what level of player you are, you sit down, you see a Kano, you go, eh. and then I got at- tagged on Twitter once about that being like Fino, uh, like left my game or something like that, like just like calling me out for that. And I was, and then I looked at what the game was, and I was like, brother, I've never stayed in a Kano game in my life. I the <laughs> fastest lever in the West. I don't want to watch you play solitaire for fifteen minutes. I have better things to do with my life. Yeah, we'll see. I am. I, I am. We are watching this to see what will happen. And I'm it'll be very interesting. Yeah, we're watching. Uh, OK, so uh, we have the next one is by Mike uh, at Blockout Party. He says this RTN season, which hero will have the most improved win rate over the four weeks of RTN and which heroes win rate will fall the most over the four weeks? So what do you think? Uh, so we have our week one. What do you think is going to get better going into week into the fall by the end of the season? versus right now i could see prism go up and then down yeah i mean i think this might be prism's week if they're if prism's gonna have a week it gives people like i I agree with that gives people enough time to learn the deck but not enough time for people to learn how to play against the deck yet and then once people go oh next week they're like okay i'll bring my my hate cards yeah that's not happening again you almost don't even need hate cards like for a lot of the ga- a lot of the decks, if they could just learn, well, some decks need hate cards, but for a lot, for some of the decks, it's just like learn how to play into the prism, and it like cuts prism's win rate in half. It's like it's like a big deal. 
So that's a good call. I like that one. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Dash. It's hard. It's like, I don't know what the meta is going to do. Like, it's not going to be Kano gets better, gets better, gets better. And then you can just <laughs> counter the Kano's. Like, I think Kano's going to go down for sure. Probably because of what you said, like the Kano's will get their win and then move on. They'll and... get their win and move on. Yeah, I think I think so as well. Uh, that'll probably happen. I wouldn't be surprised if um, we see more Kasai wins move forward. Um, either. I think they were a little, a little low in the past week and we'll, you know, we'll get into that. Um, I would expect, I would expect Victor to drop down, but man, people love Victor. I mean, I get it. Victor's fun to play. Clashing, drawing a card. is just, it's just, it's so fun. There's nothing more fun than just, Ooh, Ooh, a card and a gold. I don't know. Prism's pretty fun. Well, it's fun. And then you don't, your thing doesn't work. And then you go, this was not fun at all. We, we don't talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're when either, it, having, you're either having the most fun or the least amount of fun when you're playing Prism. <laughs> that is that is exactly how it works. <laughs> I've never cackled so hard and had like in like the last like year and a half than when I was testing Prism. And I've also never been as depressed as when I was <laughs> when you're just like you set up the combo and then your opponent's like scab skins four. No, come on. And they just <laughs> they just kill your lock and you're just the games just immediately ends and you're just like, OK, well. That was a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> Move on to my life. <laughs> okay. Uh, next question here um, by Siphon. Uh, by the way, Siphon, I believe, is putting out a video on his Victor. Uh, he, he played hundreds of games on this thing. I've been waiting patiently for this thing to come out because his win rate was like insane. Um, his big Victor stand. So. Uh, he, he said it was like 102 pages that he wrote out as a script beforehand. Oh, that tweet. Yeah, that's him. Uh, but we're just waiting for this, this, the epic, uh, manifesto of Victor to come out. Uh, but he said, remember that manifesto of like why that guy was the best Ultim player? I do not. I'll, I'll find that later. There, there's a meme floating around about that, like way back. Uh, we need, we need to make, re- Remake that that meme about this guy where he's the, the best Victor player in the world. Yeah. He says, um, his question is, how do you structure team practices? Um, is it just jamming games, focusing on certain areas like blocking, pitching, deck building, or do people just take it upon themselves to practice under an official name? Uh, this is a very uh, hard question to answer, I would say. Um, that's a little bit, a little deep into the secret sauce. We can give some of that away. I also know that um, at some point we're going to go on a guest podcast and talk about this topic as well, which would be pretty exciting. Um, but I will say it's a mixture of everything. But the main part of uh, practice that is important is spreading information that everyone is working on between everyone else in the team, while also giving direction uh, to the whole to the group as a whole so that you can get more eyes on problems. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know I think he had it in the question too, like focus. Yeah. Oh, focus is the key. Everything you're doing, there's, there should be a focus, right? Yeah, there's obviously some training aspects depending on like what level like people on the team are or if they're going to do something new. Uh, I know like that's why it's great to have specialists. Like if you're like, hey, I'm thinking about playing this deck, can we jam together and you can catch me up real quick? Like Fino did that for Lil for me when it came to prism, like I had been playing prism on and off and I would eventually get there myself, but like having 
having Fino just yell at me a bunch while I was playing games, like saved me two months of practice. It was like two months of me figuring stuff out myself. He was just like, no, no, let's get on the same page real quick. And then we quickly got in the same page and then we started working on the deck like a little bit together on, Hey, how do you want to play this matchup? How do you want to play that matchup? I think we had, a, we had a call like the night before uh, Lil, where we're just like, what are we sideboarding? Where are we putting this stuff? Um, and I think then, like 90% of it too, is me just yelling at you being like, you can go to one here and you just yeah. be like, no, but I want to block. I don't feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to go that low. No, 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 no. The, the game is already over. He doesn't, he doesn't even know he, you never take another point of damage again. No. Yeah. Okay. And I trust. That stuff takes months to learn, like a lot of, a lot of practice. And you were able to shorten that for me. And then I get, you know, I get ninth at Lil and you top eight with it. So like, obviously that's very effective. Um, yeah. but you know, that's one aspect of it. Um, I think this is probably fine to say, uh, personally, I just make a point when I'm doing uh play testing, I I've been trying to make a point of even saying this on stream recently, when I sit down to play games, I don't just jam games. I, I think a lot of people do that and they don't get a lot out of their practice and their play testing is just spamming games with no objective in mind. When I sit down to play, I pull up a, a word document to the side and I write myself some questions I want to answer. Do, how does this card perform in this matchup? What about this game plan? If I see this card, and if it was a wild card, is there any other card in the game I would rather it be right now? Like, like just, I just go through different questions I have going into the game before I sit down. So that way, during the game, I can think about these things because I already have the question posed to the side. And then uh, after I finish a game, I try to review it a little bit and kind of think to myself, like, could I have done something differently? Did these uh, car choices matter? Did this interaction matter? And like kind of go through it before just jumping into the next game and reviewing it. You can kind of, uh, if you want to see that more, go watch my stream. Like I, I do that a bit there. So you can kind of see what that process looks like. I think that's super important. So you can get more out of your play testing. Like you made fun of me for last this last week. I do way less play testing than I probably should but I try to get the most out of each game instead. So that way I can maximize my time. I could also just say more, but like. <laughs> I agree. You should be doing everything with intent, right? It's like, you should know why you're playing the game you're playing, why you're playing that matchup, why you're playing the cards in your deck. Yep. And like a team helps structure that point in the right direction, discount certain things, you know, so you're not doing it with just like doing it randomly or loosely. Um, and then helps everyone catch up onto whatever has been found or decided or where people want to go. I mean, like our Icelander testing for nationals, we've mentioned many times, but it's like a very good example of that where it was just like bits of pieces from each person came together, like over the course of us practicing. And then it just like, we all were on the exact same page, same game plan, same deck. And then like, we all had the same experience after that, which is, it would have taken us all individually so much longer if ever to get there. Right. Okay. Really good question. Um, okay, let's dive into uh, the main topic, which we've touched on a little bit already, but let's review kind of the RTN season so far, the whole one weekend, right? Um, and <laughs> what we think about this, what, what it says. I mean, I will. we can start off by saying I'm going to read through some of the wins and we can, you know, talk about it. Obviously, the big winner, we, we already mentioned this, is Kano, who won 12 RTNs. That's a lot of RTNs. Wasn't that yeah, like a sample size? That's like 11% of RTNs. Can you drop the, right? the thing of it so I can have the visual? Yeah. I'll, uh, let me send it over to you. Um, but that's just 
that's a lot. That's a like a huge portion of the Artians. Uh, it might even be a little higher than that. I think it's higher than 10%. I'd have to do the math on that. Here you go. Um, so, but Kano, never done it before. Never, this, we've never seen this before from Kano. So obviously kind of a big deal. Never been seen before. Never been done this great. <laughs> um, and I think we talked pretty much in that. Anyone, and anyone have anything else to talk about the Kano, the Kano problem? No, it's concerning. Not it's unexpected, I don't think. But not un- not unexpected. Uh, we definitely thought Kano was going to be good, um, but concerning. Okay. Yeah, my only thought was just like, not that many people identified it was going to be good going into uh, that realm event that we went to, and the people that knew knew, um, and then it did well, and then it did well at a battle hardened immediately afterwards. So it's like. I feel like that's been enough time for people to adjust. Like we, we, it's not like it wasn't on people's radar. This isn't like blindsiding people. Like, oh my god, a Kano? That's crazy. I think most people knew it was a good deck. Uh, my, but my the only adjustment like, to not play the deck you want to play. Uh, my my only thought would be like maybe people not realizing people are going to play it locally because like in my area, there's not that many Kanos. So if I go to my CC thing this weekend. And a bunch of people are on Kano. I'm gonna be kind of surprised because like there weren't that many people prior to this even thinking about Kano. So that was a lot of people that learned it in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So like maybe there could be some amount of people not expecting that much to show up and them being surprised because it's a local meta. But that that's the only thing I could really think of. I don't know. The thing I read that I loved was uh, the tinfoil hat theory that people accidentally clicked Kano instead of Ko. Mm-hmm. That just made me laugh. Like a I think lot. it's very possible, though. No, they they that stuff. There's no there's no way LSS would have that that of details, right? I I am pretty sure. I hope so. When, every time I've won an, uh, like a pro quest or whatever since we've been doing this, the they ask me specifically what I played. I think they reconfirm it when they send it uh, to mm-hmm. LSS the info the store does. So maybe all the stores accidentally clicked the wrong. They said, oh, I played I played KO and they went Kano, uh, Kano, okay, there we go. And they just clicked that one. Uh, it's that, the same tinfoil hat as the 998 people. Like, hmm, two points off. Someone maybe uh, somewhere. <laughs> so, someone, did, someone didn't count properly. Um, okay. <laughs> the next little grouping we have here is Dash and KO. They both got eight wins uh, this last weekend. I think the KO is expected, right? We all we might have expected KO to be number one in wins. To be fair, so, yeah, so, I would have thought it would have been flipped. Yeah, um, yeah, I feel like both decks do what they do consistently, right? Mm-hmm. Like KO's consistent aggro deck, Dash is either consistent aggro or setup deck. Does that make yeah. sense to me? I think I think the Dash is a little surprising. Um, how many wins it got? Not like. Not like, oh, this is not something we expected, but like I would have expected more like four or five. I expected in the, you know, maybe a lower range. I, I guess it depends on, I wish we knew which kind had won. If it was mm-hmm. slat, like the, the fatigue dash or if it was boost dash, because I wouldn't really expect that many boost dash to, to win. Like I expect a couple boost dash, maybe a couple fatigue, but this is a little bit higher than that. Um, Could just be a popularity thing of uh, how popular Guardian's been. Yep. Victor, like specifically, yeah, counters the same meta as Kano, right? Hmm. Now we get to the the real meat of it, right here. It's uh, drove my Victor at seven 
tied with each other. I think uh, not. I think the victor's a little unexpected. Um, he does have some, you know, bad matchups, but he is very fun to play. I think he's, I feel like he's been very popular at RTNs. I would love to see numbers of people who brought Victor and like yeah, the I feel actual like he's the most popular deck. It does Maybe feel like he's the most KO, popular deck. But like he's up there. Which would make the dash make more sense. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. It might like, that's, that's really what like our numbers are missing is like how many people <laughs> brought these things. Cause if we're looking at like, you know, not very many dashes, but they all got there because they played a bunch of victors, then, you know, that makes sense. I expected um, 50% Victor at my RTN. Yeah, it's been popular. I, I understand why. It's fun to play. And then Dromai. Dromai always doing well, picking on people. Uh, <laughs> I think Dromai, well, to, to be fair, Dromai usually does well at local events and usually I, say, I think it's a great well RTN deck. Big events. It is definitely a great RTN deck. You make one mistake, like the game's super over, right? Mm-hmm. And people are bringing like wild deck. stuff that are, aren't even good into Dromai. So a lot of the times a Dromai shows up to an RT and it only plays like two or three real matches in Swiss. Like they might get paired into like the Arachne player or something, you know, the, the person and they're like, oh, okay. You know, whatever it might be. Or the prism. Or the prism. So most of the time they only have to win a couple of matches in Swiss, which is unlike a lot of the other decks, at least at the, at the local level. It's different. We haven't seen Dromai. Um, translate very well lately in uh, big events. Uh, Bravo hanging around at six like he always does. You know, Bravo's Bravo. He's average. Uh, I I think this is the most average Bravo's ever been. He just like his matchup spreads just kind of like got worse with HH, but he's still like good enough that it it's fine. As always, he's the you got to be this tall to get on the ride deck. Sometimes people aren't tall enough, so he crushes them. Um, I think I think Dory and, and Kasai both winning five. That's my big surprise right there. Of the week. I would have thought like more Kasai, less Dory. Yep. It, it felt like or that people would just play Kasai more because she was newer. But I expected yeah, like, not even like a power level of Dory thing, just like no. just raw number of people playing Kasai. I would have expected more people really like that hero. Agreed. Yep. I mean, because I can't win if Kano is winning, though. Right? Kano, rather. Kano, yeah. Agreed. I think that's the worst part about this whole thing. Come on. Got to name the heroes one letter off from each other. <laughs> you just hate us. And it's like the same pronunciation. <laughs> you just like <laughs> say it a little harder. I don't know. I I think Kasai is a good deck, but it just has like. That's just matchups that's really bad into. Like it's just not gonna win a tournament if it runs into the Dromai or the, the Kano in the top cut. Or sometimes Riptide. Um that might happen too. But the Dory one is surprising to me. I, I wanna know. I really wanna know what these Dory players are playing. Like really badly. I wanna know like what their setup is. Are they doing sabers? Are they doing hatchets? Are they doing great axe? Are they doing Dawnblade? I just want like more information. If you're a Dory person. And you've been playing Dory and beating everyone. Please tell me, tell me what what, what you're playing. Give give me the sauce. It's like this. I I I play Talishar like every day. I never play against a, a Dory. I look. There's like 11k Dory games played. And I'm like, where are all these Dories coming from? I never get to play any of them. I played like everything else. No Dory. They're not in the re- request on Duke Q. They're not in the request on Duke Q. 
<laughs> I have too many. Uh, man, they really should be though. <laughs> you know, a lot of people will be like, <laughs> you're like reaction, like undo block. <laughs> uh katsu at four not surprised yeah. i think katsu's like fine i believe like any any number for katsu katsu scares me he's scared me since the beginning of the game every time i sit across from a katsu no matter how good of a plan i have or what deck i'm playing there's always that part of me in my in my soul that shakes with fear of like Dude, he's such a he's just a jerk he is a very big jerk it's like one bad turn and you're at two life it's worse now when they're playing like the yep. pouncing links and then like they hit with one thing and they go, I can tutor my deck for three cards. And you're just like, can you not? Can you not like, no, please. It's like too late. There's no like coming back. You like, you already made the mistake. You just got to like take it now. Yep. And they just hit you. It turns into a 30 damage turn and you go, well, the last seven fun. rounds didn't matter. And <laughs> yep. that's like the power of Katsu. Uh, here's another one. Um, Azalea Prism. I think the Prism is expected. Azalea has been a dog. Oh my gosh. Azalea's done nothing in HH. What's going on with Azalea? I have been a little higher. No, but She's seriously. a good deck. She's good. She's good. What's going on with Azalea? The power's there. I don't it know. Should be. I thought it was a problem. I also thought it was a problem. It is a problem. Hmm. It's less of a problem, apparently. I also thought there was like the type of person that plays Azalea seems like the, the a stand that's just like gonna play Azalea no matter what. Mm. So, so like, did the was that not the case? And some other decks absorb their market share. And the Azalea players are saying this is like the worst meta for it. Hmm. I've seen that uh that discourse. I just find it odd. I'm just not sure what matchups they're really struggling into. I um, guess brute. They, they really should be ahead a of KO. Yeah. Like, I can still throw a big number if he read me? I don't know. Hmm. That one might be the biggest bust. I think almost everyone had Azalea at, like, top of the, the rankings yep. going into HH season, and whew, it's not looking good for Azalea. Pro <laughs> problem resolved itself. <laughs> now we have he got a different... <laughs> now he's got Kano. Now we got Kate. Yeah, we got, we, I miss Azalea. <laughs> we got a different non-interactive deck. Yep. Um, then we have uh, Fi Azuri at two. They got two whole wins. That's low for Fi. That is a little low for Fi. Historically, Fi is pretty pretty well at at the RTN ProQuest level. Um, and then I think it's Victor. Did though, get right? much like, worse. Victor just like Victor just dumps on Fi. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's also we got the new. We also got the new helmet. That's that's yeah. an L for him. Uh, I feel like more people are playing that all you got. That's that's not good for him. It's not the end of the world, but like you're not like sitting down excited to see everyone's packing a couple of those in their deck. Man, if, if he was just better into Victor, I think he'd be in a, a fine spot. I think his spot would be completely yeah. fine. But his Victor match is so miserable. Like sometimes Bravo felt miserable. Nothing is more miserable than Victor. They're just like, block, draw a card. Oh, hit you for nine. I'm so efficient. Like, it's so annoying. <laughs> yep. um, and then all the one boys. We got the Bolton, the Renar. That's the new Reinar. Um, And then we have Levia. And then my man, the Vincent. I got I don't know who this is. Who is this Vincent person? <laughs> Give me your sauce. I want to know. I what they... Those what three at the, at the front there are my most surprised to not see 
a bit higher. I guess Bolton makes a little bit sense. Like, there's not that many Bolts. Like, I, I don't see that see Bolton being a popular deck, even if it's good. Yeah. But the Reinar Levia, I'm surprised we don't have more of those. Like, what? there's a lot of people out there that oh, love oh, those decks and, like, oh, they've oh. been waiting for this moment. Hold up. This is like the first time Levy has ever yeah, gotten LL record, points. Right? This is a record. Like we internally, yes, we expect more Levy to have won because we have Ethan. And this is unprecedented. <laughs> but this is like a really big deal. She's never gotten LL points before. Yeah. Wait, really? Yes. Yeah. No, it's first... not that, right? I Isn't thought this, this was her like first the first one? time that she got points the first week. So I listened to Ethan's video. Mansan, of course. Yeah. Um, he did a deck tech with Mobile. I thought this was our first was points winner. period. No, I think he was saying she's she's gotten one win maximum every season. But this is the first time that she's won the first week. Is it? If I'm quoting that correctly. Mm. Either way, it is yep. one of few wins that have ever happened at RTNs. She has a total of 28 points. Okay. But this not, is a... Not great. Not, not great. great. So... One Levia win, still big deal. Vincent win. Oh, really big deal. Please give me the Vincent. Oh, yep. man. If someone solved Vincent against Bravo, I think we I'm, play I'm playing it at Pro Tour. If someone could just yep. solve Vincent versus Bravo for me, please. Uh, <laughs> if you want to put in the comments or send us a message and say, hey, I've solved this and let me know, I will bring it to Pro Tour right now. I'll lock it in on, on, on a podcast. I'll come back the next week and be like, we've solved it, boys. We're in. And we'll lock it in. <laughs> Uh, but until that can happen, where your opponent can't just ooga booga, no brain, I block, you lose. Uh, very scary. But I'm I'm very impressed by the Vincent getting a win. I wants to see deck, please. Anything missing here that you guys are surprised about? No Teclos. You were uh, talking about that. They can't win, but yeah, they can they, they, they can, can top, top, but they can't win. If they if they get the all guardian bracket. Yeah. I wish Teclo was better. Like, we have enough RTNs. Someone will get lucky and get the all Guardian bracket <laughs> and get their first points. Maybe. I don't think there's anything else I'm very, you know, unexpected. No, I think Max could have snuck in a win this week. Yeah. Same reason as Kano and Item Dash. Just beats up the slow decks. Yeah. Now it'd be too late, though. I know you are a big Max guy. You went to, you took it to the 20k. You yeah, haven't talk, you haven't like, talked really about believed. it since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just like pretty far off of it now. Yeah, you got in the hype train. But I do think it was reasonable for this week. Maybe. Maybe. It's just oh, it's just not that good. Das is just better. <laughs> oh, it makes me so sad. Everyone just kept saying I was like no, no cuz you got you have the extra two for sixes and one cost fives. Copium. Das is just better. <laughs> You're like yeah, but If I do this and then I wait for this other card to come while well, I have another card set and then I take then I go that's no blocks and then matchup. I win the matchup and I'm just like that's well, a so lot of things that you have to do sir. I, I did start to spend a day on Max because I played like every deck and as soon as one Arc Smash got cast I just threw it away. <laughs> I'll come back with it like all LL'd. Have to do. I don't know. I think so far if we just chopped Kano. Agree. Yeah, I got at least one uh, CC. 
Yeah. Still don't know what I'm playing. Yeah. That, that that's the point of testing. I, I also have no idea what I'm playing yet. <laughs> Dan, you got two. Are we going to the, one of the same ones this weekend? Yeah, I'll be at the portal for CC on Sunday. Oh, you got in before they uh, sold out because I'm pretty sure they sold out. Uh, I'm pretty sure I signed up like the within an hour of it going live registration. Okay. My brother texted Good. me, um, and then I have Gilded Raven draft on Saturday. First no. draft RTN. I'm we're gonna see. We're gonna see each other at both events. Oh, you're going to Gilded? I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm going to Gilded. Oh, I'm going to go draft warrior. I called him a warrior. What? <laughs> <laughs> I sit down, I warrior, and then someone else is telling me that they're warrior, and I'll still be warrior. Oh, I think I'm actually going to two this weekend. I think I'm going to a draft on Sunday. Great. Unlucky. Unlucky. <laughs> um, Time to O2. No, we have to get our invites, and then we can play whatever we want. I really want to bring yeah, Prism this... to an RTN, but I don't I'll want to bring it. The CC one. I don't want to bring it if I still have to qualify. Because I, I feel confident you and I will both get it done this weekend. Yeah, I was very confident I was going to get it done this last not weekend, me. and then Dalton was like, "No." <laughs> but we're going to have a wow. bunch of runaways there, so you know the rule: only lose to runaways and Mark. So. We're going to lose to each other. Probably, yeah. Fly out, Mark. Okay. Well, I think that's it for us today. I'm going to go try and find a deck to play at an RTN and maybe at Pro Tour. Uh, who knows? Uh, there's nothing. Nothing's good. Uh, Kano scares me. Bye, guys. Yeah, we're getting rid of the envelope Seven here, but, um, envelope we could do here darkness. is go ahead and play the envelope. Uh, all three pitches of envelope and darkness.